The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to Roundtable Talk. I am DC Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engaged. I am a Wall Street alum and LinkedIn top voice. And I'm here with my co-host, Mita. Hey there, Mita. Hey there, Dee. I'm Mita Malik. I'm a business leader, a diversity, equity, and inclusion champion, and most importantly, a mother. And my superpower is storytelling. And Mita and I started Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face in their workplaces from my perspective as a Black woman and for Mita, her view as a South Asian woman. At our table, we unpack it all. We don't leave any juicy details out of the story, which you already know if you've listened to the show. And then we always leave you with tips on not how to survive, but how do you thrive in organizations wherever you are. All right, so let's get into it. So Mita, why don't you tell our audience what we're talking about today? Well, first, Dee, I want to say, oh my God, friends, season five, LinkedIn Podcast Network. Thank you to our audience. We are so excited. (laughs) We're just thrilled. It's just amazing and such a privilege and blessing we get to do this. So we love our community. We love all of you, Brown Table Talk community. So many of you reach out to us and Dee and I try our best to get back to you. But somebody actually came to me with this topic, which I've also struggled with in my career, which is all about managing up. So today, Dee, let's talk about here's why you need to manage up. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes. You know, sidebar, I wish our show was around when I started my career way back when. Mm. Like, there was no school for, I think, professional development. One part professional development, one part life skills uh, as a new professional entering the workplace because so much of this is necessary and there's nobody to really share. Well, now there is. But anyway, let's get into it. So let me tell you, Dee, someone asked me why we started this podcast. And I said, this is a love letter to my younger self. Oh, I love that. It really is. It's a love letter to our younger self. Yeah, Yeah, it is. So I want to talk about managing up, D, because it's related to a conversation we had, which I hope our listeners go back and listen to, which is around what to do next after you've been laid off. Like, what do you do after the layoff? And... Some of you may remember Dee and I were talking about how layoffs used to go back in the day. Like I went into that little conference Mm -hmm. room. I was called up, the manila folder, the VP and the head of HR is sitting there. And you know, a lot of times when leaders and Dee, you and I have been in this situation, when you have to lay someone off, you usually get a script for it, right? You get a script, Mm -hmm. there's like talking Mm -hmm. points, especially if they're mass layoffs. So the vice president is doing the script, but but then she goes out off scripty and she says oh. to me, well, and you weren't working on any strategic initiatives of importance to the business. 
Stop. She like goes off script and spills I that. Can't, first of all, can I tell you something? I'm I'm almost triggered at your whole body language and your energy as if I am being laid off and you're talking to me. I, I felt <laughs> that. I felt that. You channeled yep. that. It was a woman. So, but, so I was like, what? And oh I'm stunned. You know, this is the first time, as you say, we all get a pass. I was blindsided at, during this mm-hmm. first layoff. But what I will say is... She was wrong and I was wrong. She was wrong because I had been working on strategic Mm -hmm. initiatives important to the business. I hadn't told people about it. I was so busy with my head down and not managing up and letting people know what I was working on. In fact, Uh I was a manager at the time and a director came and staffed me on something that was high profile, Uh high initiative. I don't think my boss knew about it though. I just Uh kept doing the work. And so that is so critical to managing up, particularly to your boss, if the people above you don't know what you're working on, then Mm -hmm. how do you expect them to continue to stay invested in you and your career? And I think this is a real, a real switch for me that went off in my head in a real moment because I always just thought you just do the work, solve the problems. What do I have to talk to anyone about it? I was hired to do your job. Just do your job. I don't need to spend my time telling people what I'm doing. And for so much of my career, I missed that part of the equation. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think this goes back to my point when we, when we open the show, it's helpful to know um, the value. Oh no, actually the necessity, the Mm -hmm. necessity Necessity. of, of educating or updating, um, you know, the workplace, your colleagues on what you're doing, right? It's not, it's not self-promotion. It's, it's really part of the business. People need to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can't expect other people to know because they've got their stuff. Even, you know, early on, um, you know, when I first was ICF certified and I first started the company and we were doing coaching, so many women believe that, no, my boss knows what I'm doing. No, they don't. They, they don't. Not really. Not, not to the level that we think. And so part of this is the necessity to always be engaging in conversation. Mm. Um, yes. On a regular basis about what other people are doing and then about what you're doing. So there's always a touch base. There's always a connect. There's always a mutually beneficial, mutually educating conversation that happens. What are you up to? Right. And then here's what I am working on and why it's so important. Not why I'm so important, but why this is so important. Right. And so, yeah, so I think that's the miss and that's the necessity right now. It's a necessity. And so we take ourselves out of the, out of the equation for all of my Asian, South Asian sisters here. I know y'all don't, y'all are not on promo. Okay. And, and, and for anybody else listening, but here's my help to us and to you. It's, you could take off the hat of, oh no, that's self-promoting. No, it's the necessity of the work. Because I think if we reframe it as the necessity of educating and keeping people informed to see where there's synergies, where there's value add, where there's collaborative, uh, you know, I think that's a better way to think about it. Um, I love that. And, and it's and, a resp- yeah. yeah, it's a responsibility I have to myself and to the organization. I no longer see that's managing it. up as something that's political. As like right. schmoozing or self-promotion. 
Yeah. It's a, it's a flip that happened in my mind. It's a flip. It's a flip in the reframe. Yes. A flip in the reframe. A flip in the it's reframe. A flip in the I'll reframe. Tell you this, when I go back to that time of being laid off, like I said, I was actually staffed on something pretty high profile that a director came to me, but I don't even think my boss knew I was working on it. I didn't update her because I just thought, well, I'm just going to do the work. Like, why do I need to tell her this person tapped me and I'm going to do the work and the work will speak for itself. But sometimes there have been times in my career, like think about this, how many times you went ahead and solved problems that no one was asking you to solve, or you yeah. thought three steps ahead, or somebody came to you and you just pitched in and helped with something. And sometimes we just do this work quietly. We don't actually tell our bosses that we've done any of this. Okay. But can I tell you something that just showed up? Why didn't yes. you know? That's a, that's, a, that's a flag. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm. It's not so much that you didn't share, but that the colleague that's true. didn't share. They Do should you see? You're right. Absolutely. But why aren't they even in conversation? That's a flag. That's a flag for me. That's, that's a flag. A flag. Yeah. Why aren't they yeah. even in conversation? Right. Or, I mean, I don't know. That might even be a flag of the organization. So what's happening Probably. there? Probably. That, so, so I think there's, the, and then there's that, right? So um, the LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life, a promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. From the minds of visionaries to the desks of disruptors, I'm Lars Schmidt, host of the Redefining Work podcast. Join me each week as we explore the new world of work through the lens of those shaping it. CEOs, HR leaders, investors, and more. Be a part of the conversation that changes everything. Subscribe to Redefining Work today. Um, yeah, because I think she should have known, perhaps. She should have known. Probably. And, and, yeah. and it was dysfunctional. Yeah. There was some dysfunctionality there. So that doesn't okay, surprise so there, me in hindsight. So there you yeah. go. There you go. But, but yeah. okay. But then the other, so, but this is the value also of having either matrix reporting or working on enterprise-wide initiatives, Mm -hmm. because that is your air cover when there is a downsizing or restructuring. It's work on, you want to be doing, well, I don't know, let me say this and then things are changing now. So this might be pre the diversity tipping point, pre the diversity tipping point. Yes. You want to be doing your job and align yourself with enterprise-wide initiatives initiatives. Usually that would come out of a PMO office, which is a program or project management office. It has large impact, right? Um, Because there you'll have greater exposure, greater, your value will be, I would say, uh, more, more visibility, more visibility in terms of value if you're working on something else. But the reason I hesitated is because, well, post the diversity tipping point, free is canceled, Okay. Yes. Free is canceled. And that canceled. free PMO, ERG, BRG, free is canceled. So so we need to tiptoe gently around this. Like because yes. like, we're, yes. we're right in rules are rules are changing. But um yeah. 
What were we, friend? What are we talking about? We're talking about managing up. He's like, what are we talking about? Managing up. But here's the thing I would say. I was never very good at this, and I think you just mentioned it. I always just thought, because, you know, sometimes when you're starting your career early, you think that these leaders are like mythical gods, right? These CEOs, these VPs, these directors. this is true. You're right. You're right. human just like us. And guess what? As an executive now... I have 25 things going on in my head, including what am I going to feed my kids for dinner tonight? And so I so, so appreciate when my team manages up to me. And so what does that look like? It looks like weekly updates, whether that's written or in one-on-ones. It also looks like during performance review time, I don't think about it as bragging or self-promotion. D, if you work for me and you send me a list of the accomplishments as a reminder, of course, I will ask you for them. I don't remember everything you worked on. It's just not possible. And so I don't look at it as, oh, D's managing up to me. Look at D. I look at it as, oh, thank God she's reminding me because I want to go into that talent review and I want to represent and advocate for D in the best possible way I can. And I need to have all the points that she put on the board, I need to have all her wins, all her accomplishments. And so I think that's super important. Yeah. I'll add to that. Let's keep going with this theme of, right. Because you, you as an executive just gave gold in terms of how you want to be managed, but let's say I report to you, here's uh, some others um, if there is insider information in the market that I've heard that is relevant Ooh. to, right? Is that valuable? If I work for you, if I'm a direct report to you, Mita, is that yes. valuable? Hey, in our one-on-one, even if it's a 30 minutes update, yep. Once we go through all, if the last piece, hey, you FYI. You know what I used I, to do, D, that people used to love? I used to do this. That? I had Google alerts on all our competitors. Now, why did you steal my point? That's oh, what I was going to say. Listen, bringing, we're the same. I'm bringing it into the meeting. Yes. And then, because the boss didn't have time, because the boss is busy. See, managing like, up, oh managing up, goal. And then it's like I didn't see the press release about that that takeover. I didn't know that so and so acquired so and so. Thank you so much. That's Dean. it. Mm, it's Monday morning. That's up. right. Do yes. you see? Hey, FYI, yes. before we go, real quick, mm-hmm. and you right like. Everything you said, you're managing a lot of moving parts, you know, you're managing yep. critical few, you're managing family, but at the end of the meeting or within the meeting, hey, FYI, did you see XYZ? No, I didn't send me that article. So that's managing up, right? Ooh, FYI, I just being a, um, on my team, we, I, I mean, we call it our research, our R&D department, everybody in uh, or at Diversity Engage is R&D. And so whenever they see something in the public domain, we have um, a, a a folder in our Slack. It's a, a channel, I should say, a channel, and it's emerging trends and hot topics. And they grab it and they put it in there. And that means they're watching everything that's happening um, out in the public domain that helps us to really serve and support our clients. And mm. that's how it's it's helping me. So so yeah. But here's the other. Um, I would say the proactive, proactively, how we're managing up. So I'll, I'll uh, maybe say to you, Mita, hey, Mita, last year or earlier in the year, you mentioned something in passing, uh, you know, and so I just wanted to bring that back around. Is that something that, um, you know, that we should we should talk about or put on our, our you know, uh, put on for Q4 or something like that? Yes. Or, hey, Mita, by the way, I heard XYZ in the town hall mentioned blah, blah, blah. Is that 
that's something that we should put or say or put it, would you like us to put it in the parking lot, bring it back about around, you know? And so I think those are some of the ways. Now, is that helpful to you if we're, if we're managing, uh, if I'm a direct report? That's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. All okay. It's okay. so good. Well, there the you other go. thing I would say, I would add to that, which I didn't do enough of in my career, is I, I'm just a problem solver. I love solving problems and I love being helpful. So people would come to me throughout my career and ask me for advice or tap me on things that were outside of my core responsibilities. And I just did it and never told anybody. Now, to your point, if you have the right allies, the allies should be coming and telling my boss. I shouldn't necessarily have to do that. But I wish I had, if I was reporting to D, said, hey, D, you know, at the end of our status meeting, went through a list of stuff. Oh, just want to let you know that so-and-so approached me and it was about X, Y, and Z. And I actually shared with them our proposal from last year and they loved it. So they're going to use some of those solutions. Just, just wanted to let you know. That's good. Except that, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So if you're solving problems that your boss wouldn't know about, let them know about it. Let them know yeah. the additional value you're adding, especially if it's something outside of your team. And that goes back to everything you talk about and teach about matrix relationships, like we've talked about in past episodes. Because if you're doing those things, it's also helping build your matrix relationships. You hope that feedback would get back to your boss, but you you can't wait for someone else to do that. You've got to do it yourself. No. You can't hope and pray that someone else is going to give the feedback. You've nope. got to proactively say. You do. You do. Yeah. 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 Can I tell you, uh, uh, you mentioned about updating. Um, one of the ways to do that strategically at the end of the year or even birthday is a message of, you know, gratitude. Oh, lessons learned. Lessons learned is, is, the, is the guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just the top seven, top five lessons learned on the job. Really interesting. Just wanted to share this with you all. And in the top seven, it's really you talking about the experience, the project, the initiative that you contributed to. So it's a way of, um, I would say, educating folks about mm-hmm. what you do and the value that, that you bring. Do you see I love that. now if I love you that. Yeah. somehow, right? And so you share that, you can share that via email, share that via conversation, right. just reflecting when people say, oh, happy holiday or, oh, happy birthday or you celebrate a birthday. You know, what, what are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm reflecting, I'm reflecting on, mm. you know, these, these five or seven key themes like that, have, that. that have shown up specifically around work, you know, these five, seven themes, um, you know, I had the opportunity to work on X, Y, Z and big lesson for me was, was blah, or, you know, I've, I've, there's been a recurring theme, right? These three lessons that have come out of me doing X, I contributed to the m and yeah. for X, Y, Z. I, you know, I wrote a piece or I was tapped to do blah, blah, blah. Right. And that is a way to really manage you're really managing the narrative and you're being it responsible, is narrative. Yes. right? You're managing the narrative. You're, you're teaching people how and what to think about you strategically, mm. right? You are, and, and that's necessary for all of us, but particularly for women of color, um, particularly if you're young in your career and you're trying to figure it out, figure it out, particularly yeah. if culturally, you know, you're not taught, we're not taught to promote, just yes. do the work and put your yes. head down. No, yes. you need, you're going to have to, you're going to have to put your mouth on it. You're, you, you're going to have to. So, um, yes. yeah, yeah. I'll be add your one own, more thing. Yes. Go ahead. You have to be your own. What do you call this thing? The megaphone? Megaphone, microphone. You've got to answer the narrative. 
The other thing I will add is about managing up to your boss is to help others manage up for you. And what I mean by that is if D and I were chatting and she's about to go into a meeting with my boss, and we were talking about a key initiative we were working on together, I'd be like, oh, don't forget to put a good in word, good, don't forget to put in a good word for me. Wink wink, right? That could be like one yeah. way. A That's step it. further yeah. would be let's say I was working with an external agency and the project had gone really well. Let's say I hired DC Marshall. CEO and founder of Diverse and Engaged. And we killed it on a project, killed it. We just (laughs) delivered an amazing piece of work to the marketplace. And Dee is giving me a lot of positive, great feedback of what it's been like to work with her and what I've been like as a client. I might even say to Dee, would you mind sending that to my boss? Yep. Would you mind saying that feedback to my boss or when you see my boss? And likely D will do it. And I like to do yeah. this now. I like to role model. I try to do it. I try to send other people's bosses feedback in writing yes. about them. Yes. And yes. Slack, email. And so when you start to role model that, you'll see people will start doing that for you as well. Yeah. 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 I love that. And can I tell you something? I was asked to do that recently um, with, and this was a representative, so mm-hmm. my congressperson, their team are were doing some really big things for for me. And one person, they said, "D, would you mind, you know, putting that in a writing um, or a letter?" They just mm-hmm. asked me, and I'm like, "Yep, I'll do it." And then somebody else on the team, they did something really big, and they asked, "Would you mind?" And then I learned. When I spoke to their boss, I said, oh, by the way, XYZ did an amazing job helping me to, you know, get to actually it was getting some paperwork together for our global expansion. Um, as you know, uh, sidebar, Sen- I went to Senegal and the Gambia. So they they really helped me to meet with mm-hmm. the U.S. ambassador and all that. Yeah. And so I told their boss. And they're like, oh, so the boss didn't even like really know. The boss didn't know. See? The boss didn't really know all the good work that his team is doing. Oh, I promise oh, you, when I told him that, he's like, oh, that is so good to hear. <laughs> but let me tell you what's good and great. What's But let me tell you what's good about that. Yeah. What's good about that is that his team is doing such a great job. He doesn't really need to know. So we now live in a time where... Leaders need to know in some spaces what their people are doing, but in really large organizations, if they've got, you know, hundreds or a few dozen direct reports, they're not going to know everything. So now it becomes that you managing up is not just about a nice to have, it is a need to have. So he didn't even know. He said, oh, is that right? You know what he said? He then said, oh, yeah, you should send a note or something because it goes into their file. So he told me, Ooh, yes, he did. Wow. And so that nice. means something in a very, it's probably a conversation that they have. Like, hey, if you do anything sure, of for course. any of our constituents, just make sure, just feel free to ask them to send a note and it's okay. So it it, it really sounded like it was common practice. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so, so it is a thing. It's a responsibility. And now we can think about it differently in terms of managing up when folks have a few direct reports or maybe... Maybe they have a really large team. You, it's just part of now what should be the work to go back 
and to report up. So anyway, um, you know, report in, report up or share the feedback and share the insight. And uh, so I thought that was really, um, it was really interesting. So, and listen, necessity, we're going to end where you started, which is especially during times of economic uncertainty and turmoil in the markets. It's our responsibility to ourselves and our companies to manage up and share what we're working on. Because some of the things that I might have had my head down working really hard on are just no longer relevant. And I should stop working on them. But I actually haven't shared that with anyone to let them know. So that's why it's super important too. Well, Dee, why don't we get to the tips? All right, Dee. Well, as always, these conversations go by way too fast, but here we are, friend, to leave some tips for our Brown Table Talk community. Over to you, Dee, for one and two. All right. So number one, managing up and communicating to your manager about you know, what you do um, and the value that you bring, number one, is about flipping the reframe. And that mm-hmm. is reframe to it's a necessity and a responsibility. It is not Mm -hmm. self-promotion. I'll say it again. Number one is about the necessity and the Mm -hmm. responsibility of managing up and um, updating your manager, your leadership on what it is that you are doing. Number two um, is about showcasing your expertise. So we talked about providing information, insight that maybe your manager does not know. And so that is how you will create and add value to your manager and to your team. Now, Mita, over to you for number three. Number three, friends, don't manage up alone. This is not (laughs) something that you need to be doing your sole responsibility Please, you know, the people who are giving you great feedback on the work you're doing, please ask them to share with your boss directly, either in verbal and written format and pay it forward. Do the same. Do the same for others and share the great work they're working on. And D, that's it for today's episode of Brown Table Talk Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share, give it a review, give it a like, and pass it on to someone who needs this conversation today. And we will see you next time. Side effects of listening to Brown Table Talk may include allies unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of badassery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com. <laughs>